It's the Coffee Black Show. It's the Coffee Black Show. It's the Coffee Black Show. The Coffee Black Show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Coffee Black Show. This is your host, R-E-G-G-I-E, and I be on this M-I-C. How is everybody doing? Is everybody doing all right? Oh, it is Friday, August 13th. And... I don't know, man. I guess I'm I'm in I'm in I'm in one of my moods, one of my depressions. Um, I don't, man. I'm telling y'all, man. Relationships are hard. Marriage is it's beautiful, but it is hard work. But when it it's when it's on the cusp of ending it's it's really depressive i mean there's some things that um that i've that i've realized that i that i've come to realize that um you know that um hey i would how can how can i say this man it's like this okay i'm a control freak i guess you would say it's like everything that I've gone through in my life I felt like I was somewhat in control well after my my mid 20s everything it seems like that went on in my life I was in control or I had some or at least an idea of control I've only been hit with a breakup twice in my entire um, dating life or what you know romantic life is now with my wife and the separation and before that the relationship I was in before um You know what, man? Um, we just gonna we just gonna talk. We I'm just I'm just gonna open up to y'all and, and, and talk about some stuff, okay? So, um, yeah, y'all know what time it is, man. Y'all know what time it is. I gotta go try to um, earn some ends to pay the bills, you know, cause you know I like podcasting and I like. Uh, shooting videos and stuff but um you know 
it, it costs money for electricity to charge up these phones to do these things with, you know, just charge up the y'all know. Anyway, we gotta go pay the bills, man. I'll be right back, man. I'll be right back. So um yeah, hold on. We just gonna talk about some stuff, man. Alright. Yeah. You're listening to Coffee Black Radio. All right, folks, I'm back, man. Um, Yeah. All right. The relationship I was in before I got married. Um, I, growing up, I had a very low self-esteem. Came, uh, it, 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 it came from the mental abuse that I, I, that, um, I took as a child because I didn't I didn't know any better okay I you were taught to you know respect your parents and whatever your parents say that's what that's the rule that was the law you know and for the most part it it was it was you know um it's true you know it's just that um when you have a parent that that verbally abuse you that always say you were never going to be anything you now imagine growing up hearing all this you you're never going to be anything you ain't worth a damn you ain't worth shit you you, you, you and then that parent never believed in anything you said if somebody in the street came and said that I stole something, that parent would not believe a word that I said and would take that person's word and beat my behind. Whatever that parent, whatever idea, whatever popped up in in that parent's head, it was written in stone. The parent used to say that I was I was on drugs and I wasn't. Said that I was never gonna be anything. All that all that is is really taking the has really, really killed my self esteem in a lot of things. Um To have, to have money in a bank account with that parent's name on it, and then that parent take your money and 
use it to help buy somebody else a house or pay their house note or whatever. To have something and that parent takes it away and give it to somebody else. Abuse people. That that was, you know, I just rolled with the punches because that was my parent, man. You're supposed to, you know. But taking into account that um, I already had a low self-esteem. Then public school. Public school was a nightmare. You had teenagers. It's, it still blows my mind. It still tr- blows my mind that here it is. I was in the 7th, 8th, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade with 15, 16, 17 year olds who lied about their age and it was horrible it was it was horrible I hated school I hated going to school I guess that's one reason why I'm I'm an introvert antisocial Because I hate, I, I hate being around people. I really do. And I guess that's one reason why my um, marriage is on the on the rocks now because of all the stuff that I have bottled up in me that I need to work out. You know, they always say you can't love anybody else until you love yourself, right? But I don't know, man. I don't know. Because I really do love my wife. I really do. But I don't know, man. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm being candid with y'all. Being open with y'all. I should have been I haven't been to my psychiatrist in over almost a year now you know Um, the medication doesn't work and it's the good stuff (laughs) y'all it's supposed to be the good stuff and it ain't working it ain't working it ain't working and then there, there's other little aspects of my life, man, that is just, just, you know, it's weighing on me. It's weighing on me. And yeah, I know, I know I need to go talk to my psychiatrist. I do. But, man. It's just, I don't know, man. It's just... And 
I got a doctor appointment later this later this month um my general practitioner and she is she told me straight up I'm not taking you off your medication until I hear you say you are feeling great you're and I'm not so but I don't want to take the meds anymore, man. I really don't because they're not working. They're not working. Let me tell you what what has worked. CBD. CBD gummies have worked. Um, but the um, milligrams of the CBD gummy that I took was rather high. And it got me rather high. <laughs> yeah, um, I was uh, I was the last time I took the uh, CBD. I was mellow. I was so freaking mellow that whole day, man. I but. I was mellow, but. I didn't have any energy. I didn't want to do anything. I mean, yo, I got a lot of problems, y'all. I got a lot of problems, yeah. One problem that I have, yo, is I want family. I want to be... I want that bond. I want that close bond. I never had that close bond. That's what that's why I hate watching you know, I television and movies I used to love, but I I can't stand it now. The reason why is because when I look at the the um images that Hollywood conjures up they always show the good guy winning in the end. That's bullshit. They always show um, family. Close, tight bond, together. That's bullshit. And that's something I want. And that's something I thought I had with my wife. And that's something I tried to... I guess I wanted it too much. I tried to, you know how how you want something so bad you you try to make it happen, but it don't happen. Well, that's what that's what happened. <laughs> I wanted I wanted that close knit bond. I wanted that family. I wanted that, you know. And it didn't happen. It didn't happen. And I always looked at family, you know, but it's to the point now I don't I don't even want family anymore. I don't even I'm right now at this very point in time I don't even know what I want I don't know who I am I don't know anything right now I know nothing all I know is this is all I know 
I know that I love my wife and I want to be with her. That's all I know. That's all I desire right now. That's all I want right now. And here's the thing. Um, you know, what's really aggravating me is, is, okay, she left me. We separated. Cool. But the thing is, you tell me you don't love me anymore. So if you tell me you don't love me anymore, you're not in love with me anymore, that means in my mind, you don't want me anymore. So if you don't want me anymore, why don't you go get a divorce? Why should I be the one that had to go get a divorce? I didn't leave the marriage. You left the marriage. So why don't you go get the divorce? Tell me that. I don't understand that. Because it, I'm like this. If I don't love you anymore and I tell you I don't love you anymore and we're married, oh, I'm going to I'm going to file the papers. Trust and believe. I'm going to file the papers. Because I want to be free and I want you to be free. And then, you know, don't tell me how much it costs. You know what I'm saying? Because, and well, don't tell me you don't have the money because you went and bought some things and traveled and stuff like this. If you could find money to buy this and travel, then you should be able to go file, you know? And don't worry, and that's the thing. If you're worried about me having a fit and getting all upset, no, I'm, no. I went through that. All that is over and done with. I went through that. The thing is, if you don't want me anymore, go file, go file for the divorce. You can serve me with the papers yourself. It doesn't make me a difference because guess what? I'll sign them and you can be on your way. Bye. But that's what get me, man. And see, it's like mixed emotion, mixed signals, you know, because you, you won't go file for divorce. And I try to talk to you to see, you know, where we could go, what we could do to work on this marriage. But guess what? You don't even talk to me. You don't talk. You don't text. You don't write, you don't send up Morse code, you don't send up smoke signals, nothing, no contact whatsoever. So, so what does that tell me? That tells me you really don't want to be in this relationship anymore. So why are you still holding on? Go file the papers. We divorce. Come and get the rest of your shit. And we through. That's it. Ain't no biggie. Ain't no if, ands, or buts about it. it. Look, I came to the realization a long time ago. You don't, you, look, you said it. Now, I must admit, back in, back in the day, way, way back in the day, when I was much younger, when I broke up with my girlfriend before 
my marriage. Before I got married, the young lady I was dating before my wife, she told me no. And I took it rather hard, you know, but I didn't act crazy or anything like that. You know, she said she didn't want me anymore. Okay, it took when I said I took it kind of hard. It took me a little while to get over it. Okay, because that was the first time really. Um. That was the first time really I was in a relationship where the female broke up with me, you know, and it was it was cool. It was cool. The thing is, um, because at the time I was living out of state and and she said we were through. We're not a couple anymore. And I was like, okay. It took and um it took me what a few months because what I did was I, I when I went to work I just I saved up my money and I moved you know I moved to Atlanta so you know I moved back to Atlanta so I'm like you know I was really there for her. You know, um, but since we broke up, hey, ain't no use. To, and and that's what I'm saying, man. If 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 my wife doesn't want me anymore, go go get the go file the divorce papers, get the divorce, and hey, you know, I would gladly move on because guess what? I'm a blessing for somebody else. You don't want this blessing anymore, so you know. I'll be a blessing for somebody else, but hey, and you know, it's like stuff. I should be telling this to my freaking psychiatrist, man. But I don't know, man. Going back to the psychiatrist and. Look, some things now deals with transportation. Some some things, that's just like um, um, me looking for a job now, right? Since my um, all right, some of y'all, some of y'all who follow me may may know. Um, I was an independent contractor doing DoorDash, Instacart, um, Postmates. I was doing that. I was enjoying doing that, okay? I had the freedom to spend time, you know, with with um, family, friends, and loved ones. I had I enjoyed that freedom. I enjoyed, you know, being my own boss. A lot of people don't consider that a job, but it was a job and I was enjoying it. I was having fun. I was enjoying my behind off until I got on this depression, anti-depression medicine, medication. And we were tweaking it, adjusting it. And my body was trying to get used to it. And I crashed my car. I totaled my car. I totaled my car. Well, 
after I totaled my car, I had enough money to, you know, um, oh, time for me to take a break. I'll be right back. Let me go and grab some water and we'll continue. What's up, folks? Hey, if you are a fan of the Coffee Black Show and would like to help support the podcast, head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash the Coffee Black Show. You can leave a one-time donation or a monthly donation. Again, that is buymeacoffee.com slash the Coffee Black Show. We certainly do appreciate it and keep on listening. Okay, where was I? So um doing door I was doing I was doing DoorDash Instacart, um, Postmates and being my own boss and enjoying enjoying myself, right? Um Totaled my car. Totaled my car the Saturday before Christmas. So um I had a some money saved up plus money from um my car from the insurance um i was able to you know basically just chill for a minute you know um but now um looking for a job it all comes down to transportation i'm gonna tell y'all straight up i am a little um apprehensive about getting behind the wheel of a car again i really am but but um during these uh what eight months well seven months eight months seven months eight months seven months anyway during these months i've um i've 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 started to make a change okay i've changed my diet you know, I've started doing um, keto and everything, trying to get because I got to get my my um, blood pressure and my diab- my um, blood sugar and blood pressure under control. OK, because like I keep saying, I want to be around for my grandchildren. I want to be around for my grandchildren. I got to be around for my grandchildren. I got to. I got to see them. See, I never got a chance to meet my grandparents on either side. Never got a chance to meet either one of them. And I would have I would have loved to. Looking back now, I would have loved to have met my grandparents. I now did get a chance to meet my great aunt, my mother's aunt. I got a chance to meet her and she was 97 years old when she passed away. And the beauty of it is my son got to meet his great, great aunt, my oldest son. That means a lot to me, you know? 
but um i gotta i, I want to be around for my grandkids so anyway changed my diet then um there's this thing i started getting into which is electric bicycles now i'm looking i was looking at um the Can-Am Riker, which I which I'm still looking at. Okay, I'm I'm gonna get a Can-Am, but electric bicycles, the moped type looking ones. You know, I was looking at those, and I'm like, man, I live here, and this place is is so easy to get around. You know, like I said, I could hop on a bicycle or uh. Uh, uh, a regular human powered bike and go from one end of town to the other end in about 30 minutes. What does that tell you? 30 minutes or less. What does that tell you? That this is a small city, but it's flat, you know, it's flat. So I'm looking at the electric bikes, right? And I'm like, all right, cool. And then I found one that um i was like okay i can get this electric bike which is the rad um the rad runner which is a, basically a utility bike and i i can uh, equip it with um stuff and, and go back to door dashing making you know making some money that way uh, and pay off the bike and also um i can get a part-time job somewhere else you know what i'm saying no biggie man i can make some ends right but i was hit with your area is car only from doordash and uber eats your area is car only what the come on man come on now you okay all right cool so i start filling out applications all over the place man and it's like this is one reason why i hate filling out applications online right they say go here to to the website you go to the website you put in information and and now i did i did this last night because I was out cruising last night and I saw and I seen in the in the window of um like a dollar general, dollar tree, one of those dollar thingies. Anyway, it go part-time night manager. I'm like, "Okay, cool. I could do that." You know what I'm saying? So I come back home, I could get online and I put in information and I'm like, okay, cool. I should, you know, that I check the, you know, everything work out cool. So I'm online until about five o'clock this morning, filling out applications for different jobs and stuff like that, you know, cause I got to make some ends, right? I got to make some ends cause I ain't right now. I'm like, I ain't making nothing, but I got to make some ends, man. And then everybody is hiring, right? So I'm like filling out applications all over the place. So anyway, um, 
So it's like five o'clock this morning. I'm I'm like really really sleepy now, because let me tell you, ever since um, the separation, I have not been getting any sleep. I've been, I get maybe at the max two hours of sleep in a night or a day, you know, um, so. I didn't take a CBD to help me fall asleep, any of that. I just, I just ran my battery down. Okay, so here it is. It was after five o'clock when I fell asleep. Dang! I started getting phone calls like crazy. At nine, at nine, as a matter of fact, it was a quarter till nine when I got the first phone call. I'm like, what the freak? And it wasn't where I filled out applications at. No, what it was, was all these job services. Well, I got, I mean, it's funny now. I got, um, you guys probably don't know but i always have had two phones okay um my main phone which i do all my like youtube videos and and instagram and even this podcast which is my iphone and i always had an android phone i always had a low-end android phone well Um, I got bombarded with phone calls on both phones and they weren't, they were these, um, job search websites that help you find a job. I'm like, I don't need any help finding a job because guess what? Everybody in town is hiring. And it hit me. You you went online and you filled out and now all the yeah, I got bombarded, y'all. Between nine o'clock and ten forty five phone calls back to back to back to back. Phone calls about health insurance. Phone calls. They were spam calls. Basically spam calls, man. Phone calls about health insurance. Phone calls about um, helping you find a job. Phone calls about joining AARP. Phone calls about joining, about uh, going back to school. Because I mentioned I wanted, I mentioned on one of the sites that I wanted. All these freaking aggravating what happened to the good old days where you just get a, a a piece of paper that you write your information down hand it back to the manager they look it up they call you back in you take these little tests on the computer or whatever and that's it why do i have to go through all this oh i hate filling out applications online i really do i hate it i hate it with a passion I hate filling out applications online and everything I know everything these days is online. Yeah, I understand that, but 
to me, man, that takes, that takes, it's like, you know, I know we're living in a new age, new world, right? But it's like the human factor has been taken out of everything now. You know, that's just like I hate text text messaging. I really do. Because a text message can be taken any kind of way. You know, and not relay how I'm feeling or thinking at the time. Especially how I'm feeling. There's no feeling in it. That's one reason why um, I saw my nephew the other day. And uh, we were talking and he goes, and he goes, yeah, I still, man, I love music. And I'm like, I don't listen to, to listen to today's hip hop. I used to love hip hop. I don't listen to it. I don't listen to today's R&B. I don't listen to music unless it's, unless I pull out my phone and listen to old school music or music that I, you know, have on Spotify and Apple, you know, because, um, because music died to me. And he said, uh, yeah, you, you're a big Prince fan. Music died when Prince died? Nope. Music died way before for me, way before Prince died. Music died because the, the human element, the feel, had left it. You know? There's no feeling in, in music anymore. There's no... I don't know, man. I guess there's someone... All these things are, are are part of my depression, I guess, man. Living in this new age is depressing. It is. It is. I don't. I I don't. I'm not equipped for this, man. I am, but I'm not. I adapt and roll with it, but I'm not equipped for this, man. I'm not. But then again. I'm an introvert. <laughs> that is so that is so um um contradictory, you know. I'm an introvert, but I'm complaining about the human feel have gone has gone out of the <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm I'm all messed up. I'm all confused, man. I don't know what's going on no more. But man, I'm telling y'all, man. I'm telling y'all. Um, I was asked a question: if 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 I had it to do it all over again, would I get married? And and you know, to the same person, would I? And at first, I at, at first I said, yeah, I would. And then I thought about it, man. The, the um abuse that I'm taking now uh-uh I here's the thing my wife is blessed because I'm gonna tell you why because I wouldn't be taking this this kind of abuse no no but you know the heart wants what the heart wants but dag nab man come on bruh Man, anyway, y'all, man, man, like I said, if she, if she don't want me anymore, 
cool. Go file the papers. Serve me with the papers. I'll sign them. Don't want nothing from you. All I want is for you to be happy. That's it. And if I'm not making you happy, cool. I hope you find somebody that does. You know, because, hey, and don't worry about me. But here's the thing. If you don't love me anymore, I look at it like this. If you don't love me anymore, don't want me anymore, don't worry about me anymore. Don't worry about if I'm going to be happy or not. You know? Don't worry about it. I'm not your, I'm not your quote unquote problem anymore. You know? And that's how, that's how I look at it. That's how I feel, man. If you don't, you know, I can't make you love me if you don't. I can't make your heart feel something that it won't. Deep, never mind. <laughs> but yeah, so um, that's the that's the that's how I feel about it, man. That's how I feel about it, for real, for real. Yeah, I deal with depression. Yeah, I deal with um, anxiety. Yeah, I deal with a lot of things. But I ain't one of these people that's gonna go out and do something stupid and crazy. Why? Because I love life too much. It's too much. It's too much. And 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 and, and no, I'm not gonna go out and, and and you hear all the time where the guy kills his himself and his ex-wife or whatever. That is that is stupid to me. Because guess what? Just like I found her, gotta gotta send somebody else. You know. Like I said, I be I I'm a blessing for somebody, you know? And that's the way you got to look at it, man. You are a blessing for somebody. You may not be a blessing for that person, but you're a blessing for somebody else, you know? And 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 you know, I like I said, I want to be around for my grandkids, man. If my wife don't want to be a part of my life and share my life with me, fine somebody out there that does you know and and then if there isn't i'm fine sharing my life by myself because why i'm an introvert i'm a loner i'm an eagle i fly alone i don't need nobody else even though it's you know, God made somebody for everybody. But hey, sometimes, man, you know. I mean, you look at the eagle, you look, take a look at the eagle, right? The eagle flies alone, right? The eagle also mate, but the eagle still by himself, you know? So, hey. I mean, it's beautiful to be in love. It's beautiful to have somebody you can um, talk to. And see, that's another thing. That's what gets me. That's what that's what really chaps my hide, blows me up, get me all perturbed. Not only did I lose 
or not only am I losing the love of my life, I'm losing my best friend. I, I, we don't talk. And I've always said communication is the most important thing in a relationship. Communication. If there's no communication, you have no relationship. So I look at it like this. I have no relationship because I can't even communicate with my wife. So, you know. You know, so. I get tired of talking to myself at times, man, because that's what I, you know, I do that a lot. I'm riding my bike. I'm cruising. And when I don't have my music on, I'm usually talking to myself. I've had people tell me in the past, you look crazy talking to yourself. You shouldn't do that. Why? I enjoy talking to myself. You know, so. But anyway, man. Yeah, just had some stuff to get off my chest, man. You know, had to talk about some things. And yeah. um, I know, keep my head up. I, here's the thing we all all this stuff be so cliche man keep your head up everything gonna be alright so, yeah, yeah here's another thing that I'm getting depressed about you know what I'm gonna take another little break and I'm gonna come back and talk to y'all about it okay Alright, here's another thing that that that's bugging me out, right? Um I wanna open up like a little uh coffee shop, but I don't know which way to turn, I don't know, you know, and the thing is I go to I I go to my siblings, right? They're older and I would think they're smarter. Them knuckleheads are man. <sighs> I might as well be talking to talking to Buster. Buster has more knowledge about anything. Than it. I mean, they always go, well, I'm here. But you ain't helping me, man. You ain't giving me the help that I need. That I, And, and that's the thing, man. Also, being an introvert, man, I got to get out more. I got to socialize more. I need to because I want to open up this coffee shop, right? And I wanted to serve like healthy, um, healthy, uh, healthy drinks and, you know, uh, research, man. I don't know, man. I just, I just get so flustered about a lot of things, man. And, and, and I realized I get flustered easily when it comes to, um, When it comes to my ideas, I guess. I don't know, man. I don't know. I still have that, that fear. 
my father's words always be pumping in my head that I ain't never going to do anything. I ain't going to, yeah, depressed. Man, I'm telling y'all, man, this is, this is some bullshit. Because it'll be, man, messing with your head, bruh. It just be messing with my head, man. It's just I, I, I try to get out of it by thinking happy thoughts. I try to get out of this mode by I should have known something was up when you know I wasn't even thinking, man. I just one day I just start putting blankets over the curtain rods, and you know. And blacking out the whole, into, yeah, I got blankets all over the house, guys. Yeah, over the curtains. There's no light coming in my house, <laughs> except for, except for, um, in my bedroom. On the west side, when the sun is going down, that window, that window just has a curtain up, and the light shines right through. You know. Has a thin layer of curtain up and the light shines right through. And my kitchen. And my kitchen is on the east side of the house. And, but every uh, every room other than that has a blanket up to the window. Why? I don't know. It darkens... I just feel comfortable that way. I don't know, man. And then it's like when I go riding now, I used to ride like late afternoon after it cools cools down or, you know, like midday and stuff like that. I don't even go riding until till like one, two o'clock in the morning. It's dark out, you know. Uh, yeah. Depression, baby. Depression. I see, and here's the thing, I don't realize that, I didn't realize all this until, like, last night when I was riding my bike, and I'm like, man, come on, bruh, you gotta get out of this, but it's like, man, you know, I don't, I don't talk to anybody, you know, and I'm telling you, man, you guys are you guys are blessed. I'm telling you now, you guys are blessed because I really don't open up like this to anybody. I really don't open up at all. Well, a little, but not that much. I this I'm I'm basically like bearing my my soul to you guys a little, you know, because I don't. It's man, I don't know, man. It's And see, here I go, king of cutoff, king of cutoff. I cut off my brother for two years, almost. Yeah, two years. I cut my brother off for two years. But then, um, I guess I'm getting what I put out because, you know, I cut people off, man. Like like my mother-in-law, I don't, I don't talk to her, you know. Um, but here's the thing that, I mean, that's what's depressing, uh, depressing me a lot because, 
my wife said that I was her best friend. And but yet you don't talk to me at all. You know, I know I don't talk to my mother in law at all, but still, you know the the person the people that are most important to me, I feel like um you know I, f- I always feel like I should have access to them at any time, you know, any, t- you know, and, um, with, and I guess the person that, that I most care about, I can't talk to. And that is really messing with me. And it's not like, it's not like, because check this out. My sister-in-law, my sister-in-law, I only have, um, well, I have three sister-in-laws had. Let me explain. My second oldest brother, his wife, was more like my sister. I could talk to her about any and everything. That was my sister-in-law. We was close. Then she died. Mm. Oh, man. You see, you see what I mean? Okay. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle of this podcast, making this podcast. I get a phone call. What it is, it's a spam call. It's this degree, whatever. Ah. Ah. Right in the middle, I'm, man, I be hating that. I, I be hating that. But anyway, my sister-in-law, my second oldest brother, wife, was like a sister to me. She, we were real close. That was my sister. That was my, she wasn't a sister-in-law. That was my sister. Anyway, she died. Okay. She was, she was somebody who, whom I can talk to. Then, a few months later, my mother died. She was my be- one of my best friends. She was another person I could talk to. So I was hit back to back with losses of people whom I can talk to. So the only other person that I grabbed that I opened up to and gravitated to was my wife. Now here it is. Nineteen years later, losing I'm losing another friend, man. Somebody that I can open up and talk to. And that's and, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I truly believe that I would never. Well, I know for a fact. I'm. I'm. I, after this marriage, I would never ever get married again. Never. 
I don't care how much I'm in love with this person. And here's the thing, I don't I'll I'll never be in love like this again. I won't. Why? Because I would never trust anybody like this again. And that is in in I would never. And they say never say never. That's that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. Never say never. I'll tell you why. I said I would never eat okra and I don't. I hate I cannot stand okra. I would never eat crabs and I don't. I would never eat crabs. So don't that never say never bull crap is just that bull crap. I would never trust another person like I trust my wife. I would never trust, never, ever, ever. I would never, ever, ever get married again. Now, I got asked a question the other day. Would I marry my wife again? If we divorced, then, then would I marry her again? I doubt it. I, w- I would say I would. But here's the thing. That trust factor. That trust factor. Man, that trust is gone, bruh. It's gone. Oh, I love you. Oh, I can be in love with you. Oh, but I can never trust you like I trust you the first time. Now that statement is true. The dynamics of your relationship changes when you go through stuff. If it was something bad and we went through together, oh, the the the, the dynamics of our relationship would bring us closer. If it's a bad experience and, and and we're not growing together, no, you know. If I'm, if I'm, because see, the pain, man, the hurt. I'm not getting over that. Because you know what? Every day, let's say we do divorce and then get back together, get married or whatever, right? Every day I will be living with that. Is she going to leave me today like she did before? Are we going to separate today like we did before?
See, that becomes an issue that I would have to work on. And while I'm working on that issue, we could have been spending time getting closer. You know, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know. And that's the thing, man. I I I can never love anybody the way I love my wife. And that's it's it's almost that agape type love, the type of love that God has for us. It's almost that type of love. It really is. Almost. 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 See, because God has this love for us where where we can go out and commit them sins and, and, and he will still love us. All we have to do is ask for forgiveness and repent and and accept him. And we right back in the fold, baby. We right back in the fold. But, you know. Satan always throwing up, you know, hey, you know, you, you, you was a pimp back in the day. You was a hoe back in the day. You was, you was a, a murderer back in the day. You was, you, you know, you was an adulterer back in the day. You was this back in the day. You sold drugs back in the day. You did this. Man, God ain't going ain't gonna to want nobody like you up in there. But that's a lie. That's a lie. I always I always thought this was one of the, a dumb statement also. I can forgive you, but I don't forget. <laughs> it, 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 but it rings true, you know, but I, I mean, it's hard to do because I still be trying to, you know, but a lot of a, a, a lot of people. Well, People I had run-ins in the past with, I forgive them. You know, I forgive them, but I don't forget. I don't forget how you was disloyal to me, or or you know that that yeah you got yeah yeah but anyway man. Oh my goodness. Oh. People, I I yeah, I got to um I don't know. I guess I uh um I don't know. I pick up a book or something. I got to get out of this mode, man. I really do. Really do. Needs to get out this mode. I'm forever in this mode, man. I am forever in this mode. Forever, it seems it seems like I've been in in this deep 
dark depression. And I have. Really, I have. I've been in this deep, dark depression ever since. And you know what? I was, I was, and the thing is, I was feeling my wife and I growing apart way before she left. I would say way back summer of 2019. Even way back then, summer of 2019. And I realized that's when I started going into this depression because it is... It's it's funny, man. I here's the thing. I go off feelings. I go off feelings. Yeah, yeah. When there's something that there's something there's a, a spiritual connection or something that I have with things that I can just feel when something isn't right, and I start going into a depression. You know. And, yeah, it hadn't been right for a while, y'all. But, it, it, like I said, man, if she if she go file for the divorce and, and, you know, serve me with the papers, what's the use in high holding on? Oh, that reminds me of um, Jeffrey Osborne holding on. Anyway, let me stop, man. <laughs> but anyway, it seems like there's a song, man, for everything I be going through. There's a song, man. Why is it that? I, why I have so much musical knowledge? Why do I have so much useless knowledge? I have a lot of knowledge that is basically useless unless I'm in a triv- on a trivia show or, you know, something of that nature. But anyway, oh, yeah, let's get back to to what's depressing me, man, okay? All right, I want to get, I want, like I said, I want to open up a coffee shop, right? I, I, I want to, but I don't know where to turn. I don't know which one. I, I need some advice. I need advice, and I don't, and me being an introvert, I just don't seek it, and I'm not getting it because I don't open it. Here's the thing, trust. I don't trust people people humans they are but I don't trust them I don't that's my biggest problem man I have a trust issue you know what I think that stems from I think that stems from um, my father yeah because I do believe if as, as a child, if my father would have believed anything I said, that would have shown me that he trusts me. My father didn't trust me. My father didn't trust. And that's, that's what get me. My father didn't trust his own kids, his own family. We could have, you know, I'll sit back and I look at it. We could have, been in a much better shape than we are now financially if my father would have trusted us but he didn't he he would trust another person out in the street before he trusts his own family 
you know, God blessed him with these kids, but he didn't trust us. Blessed him with a with a wife, beautiful wife, he didn't trust her. He always hid things, you know. And then I look at I look at like my oldest sister. She she was she's like him, had it, you know. And in a way, we I I sit back and I look at it. All of us kids are like that. All of my brothers and sisters are like that. Why? And I look at it, I, you know, I, I, I sit back and I look at it. All the illegitimate kids he had outside of the marriage. I look at how he was not in their lives. They may have suffered because he wasn't in their lives that much. But. I think mentally they are better off than all the kids that were in, that were at home with him. All the, the 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 legitimate kids that he had with my mom, because we are all messed up. I sit back, I look at that all the time. We are all messed up. We all have a bunch of issues. And you know, I got and and um. Here's the thing. I'm sitting back. Getting upset with my wife and and, and, and everything. Because I want to be with her. But I understand. I truly understand why. She left. Because. Of my issues. I need to work on my issues. See, one thing. Oh, man, I was about to. I was about to say I was about to um, reveal some reveal the uh, something personal, but I'm this one, you know. Some things, man. That that's one thing about social media. You know, everybody want to put every every uh, everything every aspect of their life out there, right? I uh, I I can and I can't and I won't. I can, I can't, and I won't. Some things are between me and my wife. Or me, me and whoever. Some things are, and yeah, it's personal. So, angle, angle, yeah. But yeah, I can understand why she left, man. I got issues. I got issues that I need to work on. You know. And and I'm trying, man. I'm trying to work on them, but it's, I don't know, bruh. It's just. It just, I don't know, man. That's like, uh 
It's like, dang, you fight, you over here fighting this one battle, and then something else sneak up behind you, and you start fighting that. Now you're fighting two battles, and then all of a sudden something come another way, and then you got, and it'd be so much, man. It's so much. It is so much, man. I don't know, man. I just, I, I got it. I, I got it. I got it. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. We gotta, we gotta come correct. We gotta work on some things, man. We still, we still got a long way to go. We got a uphill battle, and this ain't. This is like a, a, a hundred and sixty degree angle. 90 degree angle is look we just got it's just straight uphill bruh it's just straight up it's like it's like trying to climb a flagpole with grease all over it is that that's that's the uphill battle that we have and we gotta we got to man because let me tell y'all again did I tell y'all I love my wife? <laughs> I love my wife. I do. God knows I do. I would if if God came down right now and said, Reginald, would you die for her? I would. I would. That's how much I love her. You know? But right now, man. I got to work on me. I got to fix me. I broke. I broke y'all. I got to fix me. And I don't know how. I mean, going to, to the psychiatrist and everything, taking medications and everything. And I need Ayanla. I need you to fix my life, man. Fix my life because I is broken. I is broken. And nobody wants a broken toy. <sighs> okay, people, that's the end of today's show, and I hope you find it informative. I want to leave you guys with this. It is the National Domestic Violence Hotline. The number is 1-800-799-7233. And that's for my people here in the States. Um, if you are abroad, wherever you are in the world, tell somebody, let them know and seek help because this is this is something that that really irks me and it's and yeah we gotta stop this y'all we gotta stop this anyway I'm out of here 
Love, peace, and chicken grease. Make sure you tune in next week for another episode of the Coffee Black Show. This is your host, R-E-G-G-I-E, and I'll be on this M-I-C. If it's God's will, I will holla at you guys next week. Peace!